Hi there. Uh, I'm Mars Kord, President and CEO of Wabish Mining Company Limited. Uh, we trade on the Toronto Stock Exchange under the symbol WM. We've been uh, exploring uh, the uh, flagship projects along the D2 Fenelon Gold Trend, namely uh, Fenelon and Martinier over the past few years. We uh, just released our uh, uh, maiden resource estimate at Fenelon, as well as an updated mineral resource estimate at Martinier. Together, roughly about uh, 4.4 million ounces in the indicated and inferred categories, with about 60% of that in the indicated category. What's more important is not only these two gold systems that have been identified on this belt, there's also a large gold system that has been identified at Detour. And we control roughly about 900 square kilometer land package along this belt that's been very underexplored. We not only will continue our exploration program this year, roughly about 160,000 meters at Fenelon and Martinier, we have dedicated about 10,000 meters of that towards the regional exploration in order to be able to follow up on targets that hopefully will be new discoveries along this belt. Mars, good to see you. Uh, I think we spoke in December. I had a good chat with you then. I'm going to ask you a question. Yes or no answer. Do you like your project? We love it. Why aren't you buying shares? We're not buying shares, not because we couldn't uh, it, it financially in some cases, but more importantly is that you know, we just did a financing. There was a few weeks of that that we had to be in a quiet period in order to do that financing. And in the, in the recent financing, there were a few directors and management that participated in that. Prior to that, uh, a few other directors have participated in that. I still am the largest shareholder among the directors and senior management. I can't speak to the, to the purchase by individual directors, but that's a personal decision that they make. Uh, but altogether, the management has been supportive of, of, of the company. And if you notice that we roughly bought, own about 1.8% of, uh, of the company in terms of shareholders. Will you continue to buy shares? Are you able to, are you, in, uh, are you inclined to? I'm always inclined to buy my shares if, if it financially would be able to do that. So, so, so those, are the, those are the reasons I was trying to explain that, you know, without, without having to explain the financial situation of each individual, we've all been supportive of, of, of the company and as it's evident from our shareholdings within it. Okay. I need to talk to you about money because um, you, when we spoke in December, you outlined um, kind of ambitious uh, drill program. I think you've also made an announcement at the beginning of this year um, or to, you know, to, to that point. But you've kind of raised a bunch of money. I mean, you, when we spoke last, you had you had a lot of money available to you. You've kind of done a 14.2 million um, private placement, done a 15 million bought deal. I mean, why do you need more money? <laughs> well, we certainly, we certainly see the project requiring the kind of aggressive exploration program that it deserves in order to bring it to the next milestone. We reviewed our project at the end of 2021 uh, to ensure that what does it what does it require to get it to the next milestone? And we saw this aggressive exploration program of roughly about 160,000 meters, and also required studies that need to be completed, you know, to get it ready for the next level, next stage, which is the updated resource as well as the economic studies. We ended the year with roughly about 40 million dollar Canadian in the treasury, and we were expecting. Uh, a $10 million, we are expecting a $10 million, which should be within the next couple of weeks of the refundable tax credit in from, you know, from the Quebec government. That's a $50 million program. We wanted to explain to the market that this $70 million program is warranted. And the reasons for that is that we want to make the existing resource better, make the existing resources bigger, 
and also follow up on other targets along the belt and do the studies. That's the program. That's the plan that we communicated. We've been very transparent. So as a result, we saw that we needed this, you know, shortfall of $20 million plus, $20 to $30 million plus. I mean, let me explain a bit, a bit more. Matt, the $50 million program could have carried the exploration program to a certain stage. But as you and I both know, you, no company should be putting themselves in a position not having a crystal ball as to what the year is going to look like to make sure that if you have a milestone you want to reach, you're fully funding that program. You're actually making it available for the group to carry it out. And that's exactly the reason we did that. I, I, I get that argument. But at the, at, the, at the same time, there's going to be a, a big swathe of investors going, well, you know, given the amount of money that you do have, it's not like you're, you know, down to your last five million and you needed to, you know, top up to do this year's drill program. It was, it's an aggressive drill program. You, you know, fifty million available to you. Don't you think you would have been able to create some value along that um, um, process of or that drill program to be able to raise at higher prices? Because you know, you're, you know, you, you, you came off at the end of the last year. Um, you're down at sort of the you know forty cents type level at the moment. You don't want to be raising at a share price like this, do you? Well, again, not having a crystal ball, knowing what the what the year is going to look like. I mean, look, we're in, we're in a pretty geopolitically turmoil uh, situation, regardless of what the gold cycle is going to be. But we have a program that needs to get to the next milestone to get value for our shareholders. We know the potential for exploration growth at both Fenelon and Martinier. And that's the reason. And secondly is, we actually have done this in the, in the least dilutive way that we could, which was a super flow through and flow through in, in, in you know, at a good premiums. I think our share price was 35 cents when we did the raise at 55 cents, you know, in, 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 in Quebec. And that those are the reasons. And, and, you know, as the project advances towards development and gets to the development stage, your window for those kind of a super flow through or flow through gets closer, uh, you know, closes. So, so as a result, we needed to make sure we take advantage of that situation and making sure that the, and, and by the way, the, uh, the, uh, the program was well warranted, well communicated to the market. So, so we wanted to make sure. How? When you, you, you say that, but, uh, you know, based on the questions I've had sent in, I'm not, I'm not sure it was. Well, the, again, we, we have to understand the crystal ball is not there. Once again, I'm going to say this. So in these situations, we didn't, we don't know whether two months from now gold was going to go down or whether the, there is the market is going to be out of favor for gold or gold exploration companies. So that was the reason that we needed to make sure the program is well funded. So it gets us to the next milestone. I get that. I get that. I get that, Mars. I, that answer is well understood and, and, and well taken on board by me. The, the, what I'm saying is you say we communicated that to the market where? Where where did you communicate that to the market? That seems to be Jan the thing that I'm getting pushed back on. January, January 10 or 12, I can't remember the date, but January 10, we had a press release outlining our 2022 program that explained that we're going to drill 160,000 meters, uh, about 60% uh, of that at Fenelon, 30% at Martinier, 10% on regional exploration. We needed to, you know, to do these economic studies such as baseline studies, environmental work, geotechnical, geochemical, as well as the, some capital expenditures to advance the project to its next stage. That's, that's how we communicated to the market and explained with detail what, what it takes. It's a $70 million program. And that's, you know, that's, that's how we communicated to the market. Okay, so, so, so let, let's look at that, okay, because I, I want to understand that better because it's a big 
program. Like you say, yeah. you know, your making resource was huge, you know, for 4.4 million ounces, you know, and a lot of that in the indicated category as well, right? So how do you, and, but you weren't rewarded for that. I don't know one if uh, part, sorry, if that was probably because it was late. I don't know if people were expecting lots more high high grades. And we talked about that in December, um, and, you know, how you interpret that. But what do you think you need to do now to kind of either kind of um, get the upper hand again with with the drilling? Because you you know if it's if it's more of this low grade stuff, do you expect a similar kind of response from the market? Do you change the way that you target? Or, or identify targets or go after higher grade stuff. And how do you come out of this? Because you, you you came out of the great strong, and I think people expected more. Great question. And I, I think we answered that somewhat in in our uh, December interview. But I encourage everybody to to uh, uh, view our my BMO conference uh, uh, video that's available on our website because and our on our YouTube channel. The the resource estimate as was. Uh, disclosed in November, had the expectation in terms of quantity perhaps was met in terms of three to five million ounces. I think the market expected it at a higher grade, and they didn't expect a lower grade open pit uh, from that. You know, I explained that in my inter you know in my uh, talk at BMO as well is the fact that we did not expect the pit to go that deep to around six hundred meters. Therefore, the extent of the pit or the you know the surface expression of the pit got much larger. It's roughly about a one kilometer by one kilometer. So the resource has good grades. It's re respectable one point four five in the indicator, one point three three in the open pit category. But what's what is what it has? It has a high stripping ratio that market might look at it and say, "Well, I don't see that as economic." I mean, two point two million ounces in an open pit is not that big of an open pit or any excitable uh, yet. But the reason for that was the fact that because the pit got that large, there was number of areas. In fact, close to about fifty percent of the footprint of that open pit had either not had enough drilling to be brought, brought into the category. Previous owners, including us, didn't expect the pit to be that large. So therefore, we didn't sample for the open pitable material. And there are certain areas that weren't even drilled at all. So to this year's program, about 25 to 30,000 meters of our uh, 100,000 meter at Fenelon is in fact what I was talking about to make the existing resource better, is to ensure that we complete that program. So the next resource update would actually have a more meaningful either open pit or a very meaningful underground. You know, Matt, when again, going back to my BMO talk, the underground portion, if you look at the sensitivity table of our resource, we actually have it on our, in a slide in our corporate presentation, is roughly about together between indicated and inferred is about 2.7 million ounces, just an underground portion at the one and a half gram cutoff of roughly about, you know, 3.3 or 3.4 combined. That, compared to Young Davidson, which is very analogous to this deposit, which is mining at 2.17 to 2.65, is a very respectable underground deposit already. So, so, and we see a lot of lateral expansion potential in this, in the deposit. So maybe the next update would in fact be a larger pit in terms of a size, but maybe not as deep. So it can carry the balance of those high grade portions in an underground, in a bulk mineable underground scenario. You know, our deposit, is very analogous to Young Davidson. These are stopes that vary anywhere between 10 to 30, 40 meter thick zones. So you can mine them bulk and you can certainly uh, make it more economic than even what Young Davidson is. 
So, so these are the reasons why the aggressive exploration program was planned this year, to answer those questions, to make the existing resource better, and to make the existing resources bigger. Right. So um, it's a lot of money being spent. Um, we, we, we've seen some companies guilty of this. They, 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 they kind of keep drilling, you know, with with the intent of finding the edge of the envelope or seeing this, trying to under, understand the scale of the opportunity in front of them with, with, and taking their eye off the economics, right? So you're going to update the resource. You've said that 25 to 30,000 meters of that will be um, to try and understand the, the open pitable area better. What's the, what's the rest of the drilling going to be um, focused on and where? So roughly about 80,000 meters of the drilling that we focused at Fenalon, which is roughly about 105, 110,000 meters. Okay. So 25 to 30 is for the open pit or the infilling area. About 80,000 of it is for expansion. And this is the expansion down to the Sunday Lake deformation zone. Because, you know, Balmoral had already identified the Ripley zone at the back, you know, at the uh, near the Sunday Lake deformation. That's about a kilometer away from the edge of the existing pit shell, if you may. There's drilling in there that demonstrates that this can grow all the way to the to the Sunday Lake deformation. So that's one area. The deposit is completely open in all directions. So, so we want to expand, expand the mineral resource towards the southwest, the west, and the northwest. And that's the 80,000 meters that's planned for, you know, for that. More importantly, Matt, I talked about the infill sampling. Roughly 55,000 meters of drilling was done by previous owners, even in fact, some of it by us. That was never sampled for open pit. So that's another program that we have this year. That's 55,000 meters that has already been drilled that we're going to just sample. So, so it's an easy way of us being able to add ounces. Okay, so help me kind of bring this together because there's, there's, it's, it's lots of big ideas and lots of expansion. You're already, for, you know, 4.4 million ounces in, in, in all categories. It's already big. You, what are you building this out to be and who for? Because, you know, the, the, the mid tiers and the, and, and the large caps, if you're if you're anything over three million, they're paying attention to you. You're, you're kind of there. Um, doing some infill drilling will bring more of the infrared in, in, into the MNI uh, category, which which is fantastic. I don't know if you're aiming for a specific number with the resource update on that, but isn't there a danger that you just you just keep drilling and, and create some behemoth, which then reduces the number of um, you know, interested parties in terms of the, the kind of capex requirement on, 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 on how to go go ahead and get this thing into production. Do, do you know, you've got to, you've got to have a plan about the type of company that you want to kind of step in here and, and pick this up. You've got to paint the picture for them. Yeah, we we certainly aren't interested in being a perpetual explorer. I mean, there are some companies that become that. That is not the focus. The focus for us was I just explained that the the maiden resource at Fenelon was at a stage where it needed to get to the next milestone for us to be able to get that to a, you know, remember I said there's 2.1 million ounces altogether at Fenelon is almost three and a half million ounces. But if the open pit has its high stripping ratio, you, to carry it to an economic study, we already know it requires more work. So, so that was one. Secondly, is that we want to make sure that we get this to a stage where the economics, where, where we understand that we know we, you can continue drilling and make it the size of detour if there's that possibility. But that's not our focus. Our focus is to get that to the next milestone that actually is a meaningful deposit that can be sustainably operated and sustainably can, you know, provide the company with positive results. Right, but what, what, I'm trying to understand what that means because what you what you want to do is the type of drilling which will inform uh, a, a, a PEA, a, an economic study of, of some description, but knowing 
that it's going to look like a good economic study, that you, you've got the right sort of, uh, you know, or in the right place and you know how to come at it. Otherwise, the economic study kind of blows itself up slightly. So you, you, there's a kind of um, catch-22 there. So what right. do you now know in terms of the way that you're going to be drilling at, uh, at Fenelon to inform, make damn sure that you come back with a really seriously positive economic study? So we now know that the underground portion of the deposit is very robust, as it is today and as it can be in the next update. What we needed to answer is how big of a pit would we have? or how deep of the pit do we have in terms of its ultimate size potential. Remember, Matt, when you go ahead and start, you know, we, we, we made this decision a few years ago to go for a 500 ton a day you know, operation, but based on the Gabro area. But that was all we knew was the Gabro area. Now we know that if we're gonna put this into an operation, do we look at it from an underground first or underground an open pit first or open pit first and then underground, those questions need to be answered with the next milestone. Then this way you can determine what infrastructure you need in terms of, do I need a under a 5,000 ton a day mill? Do I need a 10,000 ton a day mill? Or do I need a 50,000 ton a day mill? You know, those are the questions that we we're hoping the next mineral resource update, which is expected in the next, in the Q1 of 2023, provide those answers for us. Okay, so that, that's the that timing. That is the I, milestone that will carry it to the economics. Right. I know you said in the last interview, it's, it's Q1 2023. Again, so people listening to this, note, note that date in the in, in the diary, okay? Um, and, and so just to be clear, so is that is that the drilling fitting into the resource or is that an economic study coming out in 2023? So, so the expectation is that the Q1 uh, updated mineral resource estimate would be the platform for the economics study. Which would come out when? Which would come out in 2023. By the end of 2023, Q4. Mid, mid to Q4, uh, 2023. Remember, at the end of the day, I mean, depending on the size of it and depending on what requiring, you know, studies are done, you know, I, I, I can't really estimate the time frame with this at three months or six months in order to complete the economic study. But that's our plan to, to complete that in 2023. Would, so, and I just want to kind of, again, setting expectations. You talk about being open and transparent. So when you get to this point, you, you update the resource in 2023 and you go, okay, it's, it's clearly bigger than we told you last time. That's good news. Do you, are you reserving the optionality to not do an economic study, but to continue drilling? Well, it, it, everyone should reserve that optionality, no doubt in my mind, because, I mean, obviously, again, we don't know what the outcome is. We certainly see that we should be able to deliver two things. Deliver that it's better. Deliver that it's bigger. And deliver, and the third one, which is what I can answer today, is that it's good enough to carry it to an economic study. Is there anything that happens between now and then which they would lead you to believe is like, we have got this entirely wrong, uh, we need to be focused elsewhere? No, and I'll tell you why. I think a good example of that was a press release that we had this morning. We talked about going underground. We did go underground. We want to remember the deposit has never been seen. The discoveries of Area 51 and, and you know, uh, has never been seen except for two and a quarter inch drill holes that are drill spaced anywhere between 25 to 100 meters space apart. Even though we do oriented core, we needed to go underground to de-risk this, to understand this deposit. And I'm, I'm happy to say that the work that we did, we went right through crossing these veins with a drift going in there and verifying that our original model was not only as was seen, 
but it verifies that the modeling that we've done at Fenelon based on the oriented core is solid. And talking, talking of verifying or verifying, you can go onto, your, go onto your website and take a look at the Verify uh, fly through, can we? Absolutely. In fact, I encourage our investors to go to the Verify website. We have our three-dimensional model of our deposit, both Martinier and Fenelon. People can see in there, you can actually go ahead in there and change the parameters in, you know, I want to see the drill holes in this area or I want to, you know, to be able to play around, turn this around and to really see our three-dimensional model of our deposit and appreciate the growth potential of this in terms of what drill holes were there and what's not in the current resource that will in the next resource will be included. Because that's also very important because we talk about growth potential. We're not just saying it because we're waving our arms. We actually are saying it because of the drilling that's been done around. It just hadn't been to the density to be included in the uh, mineral resource, updated mineral resource estimate, but it will be in the next update. Okay, so look, we've had lots of questions about lots of things which are, I guess important to individuals, um, but but I think are, are secondary or even tertiary to the matter at hand, which is you've got the money now to do your seventy million dollar drill program. You're working towards a Q1 2023 updated resource, followed relatively quickly by an, an economic study of, of, of some description, possibly a, a PA. One one presumes. I hear you. I, what I do expect from you, though, is more regular, better communication on the drilling. But you're being held up, um, I suspect, with, with assay time. So what are you going to do about it? Well, you know, this is an industry-wide problem. I mean, I, and I, uh, I think when you really look at the reasons why, you know, with the COVID cases last year, most of these labs were also restricted to the same restrictions that we were all in terms of the same facility having to be with less people because they needed to do the social distancing with that. Addition to that was the fact that, you know, the, uh, the Omicron in the beginning of this year also caused a lot of absenteeism, which we also experienced even in our drilling programs and everything else. And third and more important part is that most of these lab work are non-skilled workforce. And, and, and there is, you know, with the almost full employment, these labs have a hard time filling those positions. So, so that they're going through this cycle. But one of the things we did is, you know, back in the day, we used to get four to six weeks delivery on the assets. Lately, it's been almost four to six months. That's, that's quite a difference between what you could and what we're getting today. So beginning of the year, we decided to talk to the, the labs. You know, there's only a handful of these labs. There's only three or four. It's not as if you can fire one because they're not delivering because the other one has the same problem and there's only a few of these. So, so you got to work with them rather than, rather than trying to go somewhere else. So what we did is with one of our major lab uh, com companies, we actually have negotiated that they have one center dedicated to orbits. We have a 160,000 meter program. So we were able to do that. That only happened early in March. They had to get this lab ready and everything else. So, so we're hoping that we see the fruits of that in the next couple of months, they'll be able to get the results. I'm hoping within the same four to six weeks, normal delivery times. So how are you going to lay this out for people? Because again, I, if I look through your um, news releases, you kind of put a little summary and then you put an awful lot of detail. But I suspect, again, based on questions that we've been sent in, that people aren't inclined to 
um, go through the detail of of, of the drilling um, and, and the and the assays, etc. So, is there a better way to present the information? And then, how does that information build into the picture that you're painting about what you, what you think you need to present to the market come Q1 next year? Yeah, every time we put a press release out, obviously in the front page, you put the highlights of the drill results. But at the within the same within the same press release, there is a table of all the drill holes that have been you know, we have received the assays for. So for example, a one press release might have four highlight assays that are identified in the first page. But when you really go down, there is at least 20 to 30 holes that have been reported on. And these, you know, our, our whole average is about six, 700 meters because we drill holes that are 500 meters, we drill holes that are over a thousand meters. So when you really look at 20 or 30 holes, you're, you're essentially identifying 20,000 meters of drilling that has been already assayed and the results have been given. So, so we don't have a huge backlog of what's been left from last year. Uh, you know, there's still some stragglers that, that are going to come in that we're waiting for assays. But, but, but in reality, our, our continued disclosures, press releases on Fenelon, Martinier or regional have only, you know, they've been there when the material has become available. But in most cases, the information is there within those press releases of what's been, you know, what's been drilled and how many meters is reporting on. Okay, okay. Um, well, I, I guess really my point to you would be, how, how can you help people interpret that within the confines or restrictions of the exchange rules uh, in terms of laying that information out better as that data set builds? I mean, do we, is it a case of just go to verify it should, it'll start to show you more visually um, what's there? Or, you know, are you able to put more information on the website, which kind of clarifies how the picture is building? All of our drill hole information is on our website. All of the press releases on our website. Within the press release, we do specify this press release reports on X number of holes that have been drilled. In fact, it's on the, it's almost in the same first page or second page explains that. In and going to verify, of course, we don't update the verify every week. We update the verify as regular as we can. So, so the the current verify model was only updated about a couple of weeks ago. So it should have the most updated information on verify. And every I think I think we have a plan to every quarter update those as well. So so the, the investors are able to go in there and take a look at not only the existing models, but also the new assays that have come in in terms of you know at least on a quarterly basis. Okay. Uh, like, okay, Mars, like, I think that's that's pretty much what I wanted to get out of, of this uh, call from you. I would encourage people who perhaps didn't catch the December interview, we'll put a link below to watch that because it covers a lot of the topics on, on some of the questions which were sent in, you know, for example, around nickel, et cetera, which, um, and more about the, the, the strategy, et cetera, as, as well. So do go and look at that if you make make time to do that if, you, if you're interested. Um, and Mars, thanks for today. We're going to see you a bit more regularly, um, I hope. For sure. Okay. We'll Thank you very much, uh, Matt. And uh, just, I encourage everybody to also uh, view our uh, the, the uh, BMO conference talk on our website because I think that gives a better explanation of the current uh, current resource and what our plans are in 2020. Okay. If you, if you send us that link, we will include that in the description we'll below do that. as well. Okay. Mars, good to see you. Speak soon. Thank you. Same here. Take care.